At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. What exactly is success and does it matter? Are you tired of spinning your wheels, running in circles, trying to make progress with your career in entertainment and the arts? Well, this is the podcast that will change your life. Each week, we'll share strategies and techniques you can use to achieve more by working better and more effectively so you can reach your goals faster without having to work harder. Hi, I'm Gordon Firemark, and this is More, Better, Faster. Hello, and welcome to another episode. I'm glad to be here with you today, and it's another Tuesday, so this is another episode. <laughs> here we are. Um, I wanted to talk about the concept of success and uh, what success really means and uh, and why we care about the, the traditional societal def- definition of success and and um, I thought we would just, uh, you know, talk about uh, readjusting our, our expectations and perceptions of that a little bit. So I started with a, a dictionary definition of success from dictionary.com. And here's what it says. I like the, uh, um, I sort of like these, but there's some stuff in them that, that uh, rubs me the wrong way a little bit. So the first definition, the favorable or prosperous termination of attempts or endeavors. I like that. Uh, the accomplishments of one's goals. I like that. And the fourth definition I also like, a person or thing that has had success as measured by attainment of goals, wealth, et cetera. Now, I'm not, I don't love the wealth in there, and I'll explain why as we talk through. Uh, you can see that the second definition talks about the attainment of wealth. I'm, for those of you who I'm talking in visuals, it's because I'm doing this live on Facebook as we uh, record. Anyway, um, uh, so uh, a performance of achievement that is Marked by success as by the attainment of honors. That's okay. Uh, Attainment of wealth, position, honors, or the like. I think that is a true definition. I just don't love it for myself and and for you. So let's talk a little more about what I'm I'm getting at there. Um, So, you know, we have these societal definitions of... Uh, of success, and and I submit to you that they matter, but they don't matter as much as they ought. I'm sorry, they matter more than they ought to. Um, you know, really, a, a success is an internal, personal thing. I think it should be thought of that way. Yes, it matters that other people have a perception of you, and it matters how they perceive you. But don't assume that you know how other people perceive you. And even if you do know how they perceive you, you have to ask yourself, why do you care about it? Now, of course, our family perceives us a certain way and we want them to think of us as us as success, but how they define that may differ from how we internally think of ourselves and think of success and how they perceive us against that framework is likely to differ from our own perception as well. Um, our friends, the same thing, and, and our business associates uh, perceive us a certain way and and our customers and clients as well. And what's important to remember here is that perception isn't reality. You know, they may have it totally wrong. There may be people who think you are um, uh, a failure when 
that's because their measure, the, the yardstick they use to measure is very different from yours. And uh, I think that's okay to have a different yardstick, a different measurement. And uh, that's what I want to get into here. Likewise, I think that uh, sometimes people perceive uh, us as having a much higher level of attainment or success than we actually ourselves believe or perceive. And uh, that mismatch is something that we can work on and um, we don't necessarily have to lower their perception of us uh, or their expectation of us. It may just be a matter of, again, shifting their point of view to ours or shifting ours toward theirs. It's very easy. A lot of people, I think, um, beat up on themselves and and think of ourselves as, as uh, not being successful because we don't achieve the things that society says we should consider success. But when you take a closer look, um, we, we actually can fit the definition of success. Another side of it is maybe it's because we, we are much more conscious and aware of our own, um, I even hate to use the word failures, but our, our own, um, shortcomings or, or falling short of our own self expectations. And let's face it, who is your harshest critic? It's going to be you. And so your perception of your success is going to be different from the outside world. So um, to one extent, I say, why do you care what other people think of you? And another is, why do you care what you think of you? So, um, (laughs) you know, uh, change how you think of you, I guess, is really what I'm saying. So I want us to to recraft this definition and and talk about our personal definition of success. And, And I want to add some components to the mix here because I submit to you that um, we are all much more successful than we choose to believe about ourselves. I mean, after all, if you have health and happiness and love and and a sense of spirit, laughter, a sense of being a whole person, you know, are you a well-rounded, complete personality? Do you have hobbies? Do you have rewarding, satisfying work? Are you alive? I mean, you know, making it in through life to to you know an age of maturity is a successful, uh, what successful termination of attempt or endeavor, right? So um, I I consider that a success. I consider having integrity and wisdom to be success. Experience, having lots of experiences, good and bad, I think is success because it builds us builds us up in in a kind of, um, well, more of that wholeness, that well-roundedness, but also uh, wisdom and, uh, and uh, yeah, just a, a kind of completeness, completion. Uh, having um, passion and spirit and being inspired, these things are, I think, to be considered success. Now, money, wealth, is on the list. It's in these definitions that uh, the dictionary had. And I, you know, I think that while having money and having some financial security certainly does mark success, I don't think it should be the measure. After all, how many people do you know of who are extraordinarily wealthy but don't have their health? They're unhappy. They're not loved. They, they don't experience love. They're very one-dimensional. Maybe they don't have a connection to spirit or they don't, um, you know, pursue hobbies. Maybe they're, you know, Scrooge, good old Uncle Scrooge, right? 
very one-dimensional, just about the money, um, and uh, that whole Christmas Carol story really took him into a direction of of self-exploration and insight that changed his perspective on things. Um, and so I, I submit wealth does not buy happiness. It doesn't buy integrity. It doesn't buy love. It doesn't buy health. It doesn't even really buy uh, a positive perception by others. It doesn't buy... Uh, being viewed by society as a success. Uh, I'm, I, you know, maybe by some members of society, certainly, but I think that there are people we can point to in public life who are extraordinarily wealthy, but because of the way they operate and behave, we might call them a business success, but I don't think that's what we want to call success. So that's, that's sort of where I'm coming at. Now, there is the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and I want to address that because here it is. It's on this, I'm putting it on the screen, and I'm also going to look at it myself as we talk. So, you know, at the, it's this pyramid of, of, um, of needs that we as humans have. And it starts out at the very basic bottom level. We have physiological needs. That is the need to have air to breathe, food to consume, water to hydrate us, shelter, clothing, sleep. And, uh, you know, if you're able to fulfill that need for yourself, then, then I consider that to be a level of success. Now, the next level up the pyramid is the safety and security um, layer. And that is, you know, where you have your health and employment safety, you have prosperity, um, your family and social stability. Again, getting to that point, that's success. Having love and belonging is the next layer. That's friendship, family, intimacy, a sense of connection. And that's, an, a, that's again, a measurement of success. Having a sort of self-esteem. This is one where I think many of us find ourselves um, struggling. Self-esteem, having confidence, achievement, the respect of others, the need to be a unique individual. Note that sometimes these things come into conflict with each other. The need to be a unique individual may very well interfere with how others perceive you and, and whether or not they respect you. It may get in the way of your achievement, depending on what your markers or, or measures, metrics for achievement are. And sometimes it affects your confidence. So so having getting at this level here, the self-esteem level, is sometimes a bit of a challenge. And this is, I think, where a lot of inner work and, frankly, the kind of work that I want us to be doing here at the More Better Faster podcast and in in the coaching programs that I do and, and basically in life um, and in the Facebook group also. Uh, self-esteem, working on this part of things is an important component for me. Uh, and then, of course, the top of the pyramid here is the self-actualization layer. This is where you bring your morality, your creativity, spontaneity, Acceptance, experience, purpose, meaning, and achieving your inner potential. This is, I think, a peak level of success. And it's one of the needs that I think goes, this area is are the needs that I think often go unfulfilled for many people. And so I just want to... Uh, uh, you know, encourage you to take a look at this Maslow's hierarchy of needs and see if you can check off some of these items. Uh, I think it, it's an interesting, uh, an interesting uh, exercise to do. Um, so, I want to talk a little bit about some strategies for being being a success, and I put "being" in air quotes because I think that uh, this is this is something that you know. It's not about whether or not you 
uh, are successful. It's whether you choose to be successful. It's a choice you make. And it's a choice about how you perceive yourself and that self-esteem and confidence kind of stuff that I was talking about. Um, so start off by taking a real honest inventory. You know, it's very easy for us as humans to um, keep track of our failures, keep track of our our shortcomings, our, our uh, falling short of goals and things like that. And much harder for most to stay in touch with all of the things that we have achieved. And that's sort of what I was doing with that laundry list about health, happiness, love, wholeness, spirituality, hobbies, satisfying, rewarding work, uh, money, uh, still being alive, integrity, wisdom, experience, and those things. Do, doing that inventory of all the things that you have and are will help. Because I think you'll see, for most of us, all the good that we're able to do, all the service we're able to provide, all the all the ways that we are self-actualizing and, and um, uh, giving ourselves the, the reason for self-esteem, when we count them up, call it blessing counting if you like, when we count these things up, we are, in fact, on the winning side of the scale. The balance favors success. So then... Come at this and, and approach life with some gratitude for all these things that you've achieved and, and the way you operate and the things that you have, whether you've earned or acquired them um, by your own efforts or whether they've just fallen into your lap. I think it's wonderful to feel gratitude. A gratitude practice is um, a very important thing, I think. Uh, coming at it with positivity rather than negativity, optimism versus pessimism. And when you do get into that accounting for the the negative side of the ledger, don't forget about forgiveness. Give yourself permission to make mistakes and forgiveness for making them. I think this is tremendously important because making mistakes is part of advancing, part of moving forward is, well, experimenting and 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 trying. You know, taking risks means chancing failure. Not taking risks means staying stagnant, and I wouldn't consider that success. So, uh, forgiving yourself. Being authentic. Being out there and visible as who you really are. That means sharing when you don't achieve a goal. Sharing the real you, the, call them shortcomings if you will, the, the share your dreams and share the things that have broken your dreams and when that happens. And let's face it, it does happen. Share what you're not feeling wonderful about. And you may find that your audience, your community comes out and reminds you that A, it's okay, and B, actually you're quite a success even though that thing happened or maybe your, your perception isn't reality again, right? Um, it's okay to be vulnerable, a friend uh, today or yesterday posted something on Facebook amidst all this coronavirus, COVID-19 stuff where we are all, uh, you know, businesses have been shut down, people have been sent home and laid off and furloughed or whatever, and people aren't earning money. And um, this friend posted some some news about her situation and how she was feeling about it because her kids are having a birthday and those kinds of things. And... Today, she came on and, and um, remarked that she'd received quite a bit of, of uh, pushback on that and that was feeling that she was, had overshared. But she stood in her integrity and decided to leave that post online because she felt like it wasn't authentic 
vulnerable moment for her, and she was comfortable being in that situation. Um, so, you know, yes, it's possible. Now, of course, oversharing does have some risk, and it isn't necessary to share. Well, I, I, what I should say is if you're going to share failures, be sure to share successes too. Don't be overly modest or humble. I mean, it's possible to to celebrate your successes publicly without bragging about them, just as it's possible to acknowledge, again, I don't like the word failure, acknowledge the um, falling short of a goal uh, or falling short of expectations without dwelling or 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 wallowing in that either. So I think that being authentic and being real and being vulnerable about things uh, is okay. Just don't overdo it, especially if you have a business interest or a personal economic interest in, um, you know, people don't necessarily need to know about, um, you know, something that happened at work that is, you know, going to affect your potential clients from maybe coming to you because, you know, these isolated incidents are, just that isolated. Now, um, a uh, uh, another podcaster and and a thought leader and speaker that I have followed a little bit is a fellow named Jim Fortin, and he has an approach to achievement and success that I think is very valuable. So again, we're talking about strategies for being a success, and his approach is the be do have approach. That is, in order to have the, the things that mark success, to have the things that you want, you have to first be the person who has them, be the person who can have them, be the person who has permission or is allowed to have them, be the person who does the things that make having them possible. Be the person first, then do the things, take the actions behave as that person does so that you will have them. It naturally flows that if you are in the, the mental and physical space of the person who, who has those things, you are doing the things that will bring them to you. So be, do, have. Be successful in your mind. Be successful in your outward behavior. Take the actions that the successes uh, come from, and they will come you will have the trappings of that success. So be a success first. Do the things that successful people do. Have the things that successful people have. And you get to make choices about the, all of this. So to wrap up, I just want to say that perception, even your own perception of your situation, is not reality, and especially your own, I think. Perception isn't reality. So Periodically, it's worthwhile to do a reality check, ask others about things, but but also just be okay with who you are. Follow the strategies that I've laid out here. Take an inventory, live in gratitude and positivity, come with optimism, self-forgiveness, acceptance, be authentic and vulnerable, don't overshare, and be that person who does the things so you have those rewards, trappings of success. Live your life as fully as possible and determine your own definition of success without regard for the def dictionary definition, without regard for my definitions. Decide what's important to you and how are you going to mark yourself as a success. When you come to your end of your life, what is it that you will say, okay, I did that. I'm proud of that. I feel good about that. I'm a success. 
Live your life as fully as possible without regret, with forgiveness. Set goals that have meaning for you and strive to achieve them, but don't remit, don't be too attached to the outcomes. It really is the journey of discovery that matters. Great advancements come from outside-the-box thinking, experimentation, risk-taking, and action. And if you do those things, if you think differently and experiment, take those risks and act, success is yours. Now, soon, I'm going to be doing some more training on strategies of personal achievement. So I invite you to join. And, and really, if you just want to talk about or comment on, on this, uh, this podcast, please join my um, More Better Faster Facebook group, the private group over there at More Better Faster. Uh, you can access it by going to group.morebetterfaster.me. Uh, and uh, actually, that I just set it up so it isn't working quite yet, but it will be later today. So group.morebetterfaster.me. And uh, I look forward to seeing you and talking to you again very soon. And with that, I will say thank you very much for listening. And I'll see you again really soon. <laughs>